The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Philippians 13, NKGV on the screens. In case you didn't come with your Bible, I want us to read. We started talking about love expressions last Sunday. I want to continue with that or wrap it up. Like I told you last Sunday, um, there are two parts to this message God put on my heart to share. Talked about God's love languages, how God expresses love. And today we want to talk about how we can express love. Um, it's not enough to have something if it's not exercise utilized taking advantage of and in this case talking about love expressed it will do us no good so you can have a car I use this illustration all the time because I saw it practically I said my aunt bought a car she didn't know how to drive it was after the car arrived that she learned how to drive so for the six months that she had the car she kept walking like someone that didn't have a car and there are people that are loved by God, but because they are not expressing or walking in the expression or using the language of Jude that we read last week, kept in that love, they are not benefiting from it. That will not be your story forever in Jesus' name. So we want to talk about love. This is one of the greatest chapters on love. I'm sure if you've been coming to church for every, any reasonable period of time, you've had a sermon or two about love. So... I think the message here is self-explanatory, so I want us to read together um, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 from verse 1. Um, let's just read in concert, one to go. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understanding all mysteries and all knowledge and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains but have not love I am nothing verse 3 and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though I give my body to be burned but have not love it profits me nothing verse 4 love suffers long and is kind love does not envy love does not parade itself is not puffed off up does not behave rudely does not seek its own is not provoked thinks no evil does not rejoice in iniquity but rejoices in the truth bears all things believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Final verse, verse 8, love never fails, but whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Where there are tongues, they will cease. And whether there is knowledge, one day, one day, it will vanish away. Of course, one day, one day is not there. Father, again, we ask that you have your way in our midst. Help us to be kept in love so that we can live that excellent life, that more excellent way. 
we know your plan for us is to keep going from glory to glory, our path to shine brighter and brighter. And you have revealed to us a more excellent way or the more excellent way. So again, we ask for revelation. We ask for illumination and understanding in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All right. Um, help me welcome your neighbor. You can be seated. Um, again, I want to appreciate everyone for the wonderful birthday greetings and prayers and messages and gifts and surprises. Um, I see God some this morning. Thank God for your lives. <laughs> Amen. And I pray that um, you will also be celebrated and honored on your special days in the name of Jesus. It was um, a wonderful week. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So I want to continue from um, where we stopped last week. Um, 1 Corinthians 12, 31. Um, he said, I will show you a more excellent way. And he showed us the more excellent way in chapter 13. Um, 12, 31 was the last verse in chapter 12. And then we read Jude. Jude said we should keep ourselves in the love. That is the way you walk in this more excellent way. May you have an excellent life in the name of Jesus. And may you continue to excel in all you do in the name of Jesus. May your path continue to shine brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. May you continue to go from glory to glory in the name of Jesus. May you never be stuck. May you never be worse off today than you were yesterday. May your tomorrow be far better than your yesterday and your today combined together. That is God's will for us. Hallelujah. And the way, the highest way, we, we can conclude that love is the highest way because the Bible reveals to us that God is love. There are very few things in the Bible that they use to describe God, that God is this. There are very few of them. There are things that tell us God has, there are things that tell us God, they tell us God does, but God is. In other words, if you open God up, and if you try to study the content and the character of God, you're going to find love. Hallelujah. So us understanding love is vital. And not just understanding it, living it or expressing it like we are talking about. And last week we tried to show us how God expresses love. So important you understand, God is not going to come down to your level. It's so important you understand this principle. God has already come down to the level of humanity in Christ Jesus. He will never do it again. Now, what God is giving everyone an opportunity to experience, a number of people went to get water baptized today, is through baptism, in you being immersed in Jesus, you should now rise up to God's level. So it's not a matter of you waiting. I love that testimony about the lady that was blaming God for all the problems she was having in her life and in her family. When you're like that, you're just wasting time. I understand the emotional pain and the difficulty that challenges may bring, but if you are complaining and being bitter with God or being bitter with people, you are just wasting time. Because God has already done everything that needs to be done for you to be healed, for you to be prosperous, for you to excel. Can I hear a louder amen? amen. You now need to get on God's bandwagon. How does God show me love? If love is my path, 
to excellence. How, how do I express this love or receive this love or keep myself in this love like Jude said? And the most important one is to understand the way God loves you. There are three dimensions of love work the Bible describes. God loving us. We loving God back because he first loved us. And what I want to focus on today is we loving one another. If you study 1 Corinthians 13 very well there, you will, if you look at the examples and the description of love that Apostle Paul taught, he wasn't talking about the love God has for us. Per se. Even though everything is really about God's love, because that's where every other kind of love derives its meaning from. But he wasn't talking about God loving us. He wasn't even talking about we loving God. He was talking about we loving one another. So that tells me when the Bible instructs for, for us to be kept in love, a big part of that has to do with how you introduce love or express love in your relationships. Hallelujah. So it's possible, you know, look at the, the things we're saying. If I do this but I have not love, even the thing I'm doing that the Bible teaches is not going to benefit me. It's possible to be doing some right things, but because love is absent, and specifically love for others, love for brethren, love for other human beings is absent, you are pouring sand inside your gary. I'm sure you understand that expression. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are your worst enemy. You are putting a stick inside the spoke of your bicycle. The bicycle is supposed to move you forward. And that's why this teaching is important. If you understand me, let me hear you say a loud amen. amen. So let's talk about five love languages, human expressions of love to others. How can I love other people. If you look at that text very closely, Paul mentioned five specific things. And I again want to challenge you to look into your life. Oh, this is so important. Look into your life. Look into the expressions of love. If spouses express love better, their marriages will be sweeter. If family members, parents and children, children and parents, people that live in the same household, in the same compound, neighbors, express love better, they will enjoy their companionship together, living to that. If employers and employees and co-workers in the office express love better, that business, that employment, that career will be far better. Verse 8 said, 1 Corinthians 13, it, love never fails. So where there is failure in manifestation, a good place to check is love work. Is love being expressed as it ought in this place? Are we kept in love? Hallelujah. We were at the polling booth yesterday, and as we were voting, how many of you voted yesterday? Uh, how many of you did not vote yesterday? Don't move too much. Ah, you know, you're raising your hand. No, I was going to say don't move too much. They won't have talking about you. But you know, we are voting, and of course, it's a good time to analyze and dissect what's going wrong in Nigeria. And after all the discussions and deliberations, it just occurred to me, it's love. It's love. This country will be better 
if people that love, no, I'm not praying. If people that loved, and you know a nation is a people, though. People that love Nigerians, express love to Nigerians better. I mean, we were talking, I was telling them, look, all the nations you look at, whether it's a democratic um, kind of government or an autocratic kind of government or a monarchy or any kind of government, every time the leaders, the people in leadership express love, genuine concern for that country, the countries always went forward. I was to break down Nigeria's problem. I can confidently and boldly say it's a love problem. It's a love expression problem. And I know somebody may be sitting down there and say, you see, Buhari is a problem. No, let's leave Buhari for now. Let's talk about you loving the Nigerian that is beside you. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about me loving the Nigerians that are in my life. Quickly, five love expressions for other people. And as a church, a church community, if we in this church loved ourselves better, this church would be better. The first one is said, verse 1, though I speak, with the tongues of men and angels. The first way you express love is your speech. Your talk. What are you saying to the people around you? Glory be to God. You, you can express and communicate and show love through the words of your mouth. And the same way you can kill, destroy, or not express love through the words of your mouth. Colossians 4, 6 says, let your speech always be with grace. Always. Always be with grace. Seasoned with salt that you may know how you ought to answer each one. So again, we are talking about our relationships now. Not on a vertical level. We are talking about a relationship with God. Horizontally. That dimension of love work is vital. And we need to be kept in it. And one way to check if we are kept in it is what are we saying to one another? Hallelujah. Because of time, I'm going to move closely. The second thing he mentioned, I believe, is in verse 2. And though I have the gift of prophecy. Now, the gift of is italicized there, so prophecy. But the, 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 the point the translators are making there is vital. Your gifts. Everybody has a God-given gift. In one area or the other, there are different kinds of gifts the Bible teaches about. There are spiritual gifts, there are vocational gifts, there are ministry gifts. When we come to church and people serve us from the door, the people that are helping us park our car, to the ushers that are welcoming into service, to the worship team that is singing, to the pastor that is preaching, what are they doing? They are serving with their gifts. And what the Bible teaches is for you to express love by taking your gifts and using it deliberately to serve people or to love people. Use your gifts, identify your gifts and use them to love people. Express love with your gifts to other people. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I only have three friends, and I think they're all at the back. 
Amen. Romans chapter 12. Let's read from verses 6 to 8. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Let us use them. So when people are not using their gifts in love, something is wrong. Something is wrong. And I'm telling you, it will hinder our work of excellence, our work of victory and success. Love never fails. It's when we are kept in love that we are guaranteed. I think this is what we taught last year, failure-proof life. And this is how we keep ourselves in love. By consciously watching the words we are using to communicate to one another, using our gifts for the benefit of other people. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion of our faith, or ministry, let us use it in our ministry. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. And there, you have something. Look at your neighbor and tell him how you have something. Love us with it. Love us with it. Hallelujah. The third thing he mentioned there is understanding and knowledge. Same verse 2. And I understand all mysteries and all knowledge. This can be on two levels. It can be spiritual. God has given the ability. You can you catch revelation and things like that. Or you went to school. You have a master's, a PhD. And you know someone can have knowledge. And, and this is what the scripture says about knowledge. Um, in fact, we even read it in, later on in that chapter 13. But I want to quote 1 Corinthians 8.1. Now concerning things offered to idols, Apostle Paul speaking, we know that we all have knowledge. He now made this statement. Knowledge puffs up. There's a way because you have the PhD, you have the masters, you are the most intelligent. Rather than loving us, you are puffed up, you are proud. You are too big for us. Or we are too small for you. That's not what you have to do with knowledge. If you do that, you're not going to be kept in love. If you talk anyhow to your spouse, your boss, your neighbor, I will give them a piece of my mind. No, don't give us a piece of your mind. Give us a piece of your love. Your knowledge should be a an expression or a vehicle for expression of love. The fourth thing he mentioned there was faith. And of course, you see all these things. He was saying if you have these things, the way you, you use your speech, there's no love in it. That speech will not even benefit you. It's not to benefit you. The way you use your gifts... And there's no love in it. And there's a big lesson there. You can have all these things and love can be absent. Oh, let me bring it to where we are. Love may not be expressed as it ought. I don't think it's a problem, particularly for Christian people. It's not like you are not expressing love. No, that's not why things like this are written. It's for you to go further, to be better, to go deeper, to go higher. To have an understanding of what this thing does. Glory be to God. And move up with it. 
Though I have all faith, we are still in verse 2. And it's the kind of faith Jesus talked about. I can remove mountains with it. But no love. Nothing. Hallelujah. Romans 15. Quickly turn there. Romans chapter 15. Is somebody getting something this morning? Tap your neighbor and say, express love to me and to other people. Now, I'm not just talking church people, but bless God, express love to church people. And before you say you don't know what to do, I'm showing you what to do now. Five things everyone and anyone can do, particularly if they're a Christian. Romans 15.1, we then who are strong, and I want to add here, strong in faith, strong in faith, you ought to do what? Bear with the scruples of the weak. That's your mountain-moving faith. That's your, ah, I can believe God for my healing. I can believe God for breakthrough. Ah, I can believe God not to have a bad day. Use it to help somebody. Let's read it. Look at what he said. Please, what is that? I wanted to read this text. Very powerful lesson here. Bear the scruples of the weak. That person that can't believe, help him with your faith, your mountain-moving faith. And not to please ourselves. This, this is a, I said Nigeria's problem is a love problem. And it's a church Christian problem. Or let me say this way, we are part of the problem. We have not yet learned, the body of Christ in this country, how we can use the faith that God has helped us to develop all these miracles we are seeing in our churches, all this prosperity we are seeing in our families and all these things, beautiful. When are we going to be able to use it to develop a nation so that the weak people in the nation that don't have faith, like we have faith, can also be blessed? Love expression. Not just for yourself. Your faith is not to be used for just yourself. Hallelujah. Verse 2, let each of us, so is, is, this applies to everybody, because everybody has been given the measure of faith. But let's even specifically, those of us that have built it up to a level, let each of us please his neighbor for his neighbor's good. Leading to edification. Verse 3, very important. It's in your Bible. For even Christ, our example, did not please himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of the other Nigerians who reproached you fell on me. You get the point. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. And the fifth thing he mentioned here was loving others with our possession. Loving other people with our possessions. Hallelujah. What verse is that? Is that verse 3? Yeah. 1 Corinthians 13, 3. Please, let's read that verse 3 together. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. So I can use my possessions like we are doing today. Today is our mission Sunday. And one of the main things we want to do today is for everyone, somebody say that includes me, to give something as God has enabled you towards the 
countries we are going to in Africa, many of them are not as affluent or as rich or as prosperous as we are, as we are here. I mean, some of us have visited um, these countries and this, we've gone to these churches. They are not here. We are supposed to use our possessions to express love to them. That, that's what this Sunday is all about. Hallelujah. So whether it's your speech, please take the lesson, or your gifts, spiritual gifts, or vocational gifts, or any kind of gift you have, your knowledge and understanding, your faith, your possessions. I mean, these are five things that are clearly stated in Scripture. What each one of us must keep growing at and keep growing in is to use it to express love to other people. Express love to other people. That's the more excellent way. Hallelujah. And that's how you will see excellence manifested in your life on a whole new level. Glory be to God. Lift those hands where you are and say, Father, thank you for grace. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for wisdom. For me to be kept in your love. Not just the one you are showing towards me. But also the one I'm expressing to others all around me. I give you the praise in the name of Jesus. Psalm 133, as I close this morning. I believe one of the biggest things we need to do in this church. Earlier on I was, in the year, I was talking to us about shifts. I believe this is one of the paradigm shifts we, we should work on a lot. Behold, Psalm 133 and verse 1, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. For, for brethren to be united. The Bible says love is the bond of perfection. Love is what makes unity happen. Glory be to God. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down on the bed, the bed of Aaron running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hammon, verse 3, descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there, in that sphere, that realm, that dimension, that space, where brethren begin to express love and then they are coming together, bonded in unity, there's a blessing there. Oh, hallelujah. And we know there's a blessing there because the Bible says God has commanded the blessing. Life forevermore. Nobody here will die before their time in Jesus' name. Nobody here will live under curses in the name of Jesus. Love is the more excellent way. Love. You don't pray for these things, so. Please, let me tell you something very powerful. Don't pray for the things the Bible has revealed to you. No, do what the Bible said. You can't be talking anyhow to people, not using the gift you have to bluff people because you have knowledge, looking down on people. Um, what's the, what are the other two things I talked about? Not using your faith. You just want to use your faith for yourself. It's only your own projects you do. And what's the last one? Sorry? Your possessions for other people. And things are not going the way they want to work. And you now want to use prayer. We pray 30 days. No, you may end up just bruising your self. And just, you know, stop that. Do what the Bible teaches. We have a lot of that going on in the body of Christ. And you are just wasting time. 
Because I'm telling you, God is not going to come down to your level. God will not change what is written. Hallelujah. What is written is that we should love one another. That's what is written. And how we are to do it is also written. <laughs> Glory be to God. Rise on your feet this morning. There's a miracle in this place for somebody. There's a breakthrough in this room for somebody. Hallelujah. There's a new level for somebody in this room. Glory be to God. Somebody is not going to walk out of this service the same way they walked in. Somebody's story is going to change rapidly and dynamically after this service in the name of Jesus. And we don't have to do spiritual gra-gra. We just need to love. Hallelujah. Or let me say it this way. We just need to choose to love. Hallelujah. When that prodigal son, I want to go back to him again. Classic story of love in the Bible. He had not even finished talking, telling what he had in his heart. Telling the father what he had in his heart. And by the way, what he had in his heart was not even accurate. He was coming to say, make me a servant again. But just because his heart had shifted. I hope somebody's heart has shifted to love in this place. The back, give him his clothes back. You are going out of this service with your new garments in Jesus' name. Give him his ring back. Give him his shoe back. Kill the fatted calf. They are killing a fatted calf for you after this service. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Just shift. Hallelujah. Just shift. Maybe there's a wife here that I used to say from today, I will stop talking down to my husband. Or husband, I used to say, I will stop talking down to my wife. Maybe there's somebody that is in this service, you are not using what God has given you to benefit us. So I'm going to start using my gift. I've been on the shelf for all this while. It's time to come off the shelf. Love expressions. There God has commanded the blessing. There God has commanded the blessing. Many of us are chasing things that should be chasing us. I love the Reverend George said it last supernatural. It's a problem when you are chasing what should be chasing you. Goodness and mercy shall follow you. Or it should be following you or not you looking for it. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.